0: W-T-L. It's time! W. I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a
1: show.
2: W-T-L. And welcome to Where's the Line, everybody. I'm your host, Andy and joined by... Gibran. That's right, W-T-L, <laughs> Nebraska's only sports betting show. And Gibran, we got a dandy in store for the folks today. We
1: do, we got...
2: Pro football. We got college football
1: starting up. Yeah. We got UFC fight night on Saturday night. Yep. Uh, Yeah, we got it all. We're going to be talking
2: Big 10, Big 12, and of course, we're going to be covering the Packers, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Broncos. uh, Yeah, yeah. We can't get away
1: from those guys. Of course not.
2: So let's dive right into it. We got a uh, pick 'em here. Yeah. Between the Packers and the Chiefs. Thursday night football.
1: It's already back. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, the line is even right here at a pick 'em game. Uh, over-unders at 36 there, Andy. So, they think that they're going to score a little bit, but not, you know, crazy points. Uh... You know, like we said, it's the Packers versus the Chiefs conclude their preseason Thursday night in yep. Arrowhead. Yep. Uh, A couple the,
2: of Midwestern teams yep. squaring
1: off in Kansas City. Exactly. The Packers lost their preseason opener against the 49ers and rebounded by defeating the Saints the next week. Uh, the Chiefs dropped their first preseason to your Da Bears. Yes, they did. And beat Called the Commanders that. last week. So uh, both these guys are one-on-one going into this. Uh, I'm kind of leaning Packers on this one just because I know.
2: <laughs> you know what?
1: I know that Patrick <laughs> trick Mahomes is not going to play in this game and they do not have the quarterback depth that i believe that they need to win this game jordan love is pretty much going to play this whole game for the uh green bay packers and i just think he's that upper echelon of, he's just
2: a little bit better you're thinking yeah he's he, supposed to be
1: exactly. i mean first
2: round pick right
1: yeah for sure and right uh, in the pine yeah the the packers were pleased with his performance uh uh in in the previous two games accumulating right around 300 passing yards uh-huh. uh Mahomes has played a little bit but he won't play in this one the chiefs lost their first preseason game and Mahomes only played one series in that looked game they look good yeah exactly looked real good furthermore uh you know Andy Reid doesn't necessarily play to win these games he's a he's a below 500 mark in the preseason uh, yeah, I, but
2: this one's at home, and you know yeah, it's at I mean, home, and he wants to get something positive going here in the preseason. I know they won one game, yeah, uh, but I think he's going to want to keep the fans happy, uh, give them something a little, something to make them feel better heading into the regular season here.
1: Yeah, I mean you you could be right. I just know that you know most Kansas City sure. fans know. If you know Travis ain't playing, Mahomes ain't playing, that they're not really trying to win this game. Right, right. And like like I said about the Chiefs QB depth, they they have barely played Chad Henney, which is their backup. <laughs> they're you know, they're they're yeah. battling for that number three spot between uh Shane Belshi and uh Dustin Crum right now. So I just think with that third spot, they're they're trying to figure out who they need to keep yeah. on the roster, who they don't. I just don't think they're gonna project a lot of points. I think Jordan Love is going to try and get a little bit of repertoire with well, these younger receivers with the Packers and put some points on the board.
2: Well, I just pulled a little something up here, yeah. and it's the injury report. Yeah. And, oh, my God, the Packers, uh, they ran out of ink. I mean, there's like 11 players. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Two are on the – three on the physically unable to perform list. And a lot of these guys are linebackers, safeties, cornerbacks, <laughs> another linebacker I'm seeing here. Yeah, So it might pave the way for a little bit of an easier uh, schedule here or matchup for these backup quarterbacks. And you also got to think Chad Henney is going to be playing a little bit more than what he has been for no other reason to get up to snuff, get up to speed here.
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely could be right on this one, Andy. Again, with these preseason games, it's so hard just to know. Pick it's yeah. so hard to know what you're going to get into. That's why the line is where it's at. It's just at an even pick 'em because these these line makers in Vegas and everything really don't know who's going Excellent. to play.
2: And I'm glad you yeah. mentioned that because, you know, we just kind of skimmed right over that or went yeah, right through sure. it. Pick them. That means that this game is so tight that the odds maker, the bookies, yeah. they have this as a coin toss.
0: Right.
1: Nobody is really the favorite. Nobody's the favorite, and that's because of all the reasons we just put out there. Nobody knows who's yeah. going to be playing quarterback. Nobody knows who's going to be playing linebacker. Uh, that's why I just, I think the backup quarterback situation for the Packers is a better situation. Yeah. That's why I'm leaning on the Packers. And I'm not going to touch that over-under because no. I do not know who is going to be scoring and if they're going to be scoring a lot. So, All right.
2: I'll buy that for a buck from you, but I'm going <laughs> Arrowhead. Okay. The Chiefs are going to pull this one off in All right. Arrowhead. All right. Let's 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 uh, roll on over then to Dallas, the okay. Big D, Jerry World playing host to the Seattle yeah. Seahawks. Seahawks got it at <laughs> minus
1: four. They are the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks haven't had much luck in the preseason, uh, <laughs> dropping back to back. I think it's you know a foreshadowing of what's going to happen to them here in the regular season. But yeah. their most recent loss was a, a a game they fell to the Chicago Bears, twenty seven to eleven. Yep. Meanwhile, the, the Cowboys Bears. did something quite rare last week: win a preseason game. Uh, Dallas has been you know pretty much dreadful in the preseason over the fa- you know over the past few years, which is uh, why their their fans are kind of pumped that they beat the uh los angeles chargers 32 to 18 oh, everything's in bigger in dallas um, <laughs> the over under on this one is uh I, on my book that i'm looking at at 40 right now and 40 yeah so if you can get it in that my really my best bet of this Uh, section here is going under on that 40 points because I believe it will go down the closer we get to uh, Friday night. My book,
2: the one I'm looking at right now, has it at 37. So that's a three-point difference right there. So if you can get out there and shop it and find it at 40, there might be some good value for for it uh, because, yeah, what I'm looking at, I don't even have that option anymore. I'm (laughs) going to have to go shop around if that's the direction I care to go here. Uh, but you, who do you like here? You like the Seahawks? I do.
1: I'm leaning towards the Seahawks. If this was a, regu- a regular season meeting, the Cowboys would be an easy pick here. Having said that, there's nothing more to do. For Mark McCarthy's team to get ready for the regular yeah. season and for them to prove. Meanwhile, the Seahawks still haven't decided I if know. Geno Smith or Drew Locke will be their starting quarterback going forward.
2: And I just saw a nice article written up about Drew Locke, but it ends with a but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: like... for sure. <laughs> Both men will have, I think, a great opportunity to kind of prove their worth against a weaker-than-usual Cowboys defense. Well, I'll
2: tell you why you might be right here. Yeah. uh, And the Seahawks might be able to get something done offensively. Luke Gifford, the old Nebraska boy, Uh he's likely out with a nagging groin Uh. injury. And they're just playing this one safe. He's been out for a couple weeks now, and they want him uh, completely healthy for the start of the season. So it looks like he's going to be on the shelf here. And I mean, without a guy like Luke Gifford out there, that might pave the way for the Seahawks. <laughs> no, you're, you're you know you're right. Nobody's
1: <laughs> out there throwing the bones, so uh, yeah, no, the Seahawks might have a little easier there. Uh, I'll give you just one more thing. At the end of the day, more Seahawks players are fighting for their jobs than uh-huh. on the Cowboys team. Yeah. Cowboys have made a you know a majority of their cuts already. Uh, the Seahawks, like I said, are just sitting there. Who is going to play? Who is going to be our guys to go to? And the competitive nature between those battles should yield a right, win right, right. for the Seattle Seahawks. I see this, you know, kind of panning out at a twenty-one, fourteen, a seventeen to ten game towards the Seahawks. But like I said, hitting the under has been a consistent trend as yeah. far as the Seahawks yeah, and yeah. Cowboys are concerned. So Both of
2: these offenses, you know, exactly. I mean, not Dallas. Up a lot of points Dallas has already shown us the last couple of years they need Dak Pretz, Scott. Otherwise, I mean, they have a real tough time moving the ball in the right direction. I also think they have some issues. I I heard some rumors, you know, talking about Zeke.
1: Yeah, no doubt. You know,
2: so I don't know where they're at with that exactly either. So there are some question marks swirling around in Jerry World. Um, But once again, this is the preseason. This is the fake season. Yeah, Like, you don't know what's going to happen. No. And I don't know if Dallas is going to be able to help themselves other than to put on a show, put on a spectacle. It's at home. I love taking the home teams in these preseason games even though we were just up in Minneapolis
1: yeah and I thought I thought right away that it looked like the Vikings had it yeah for sure we'll get on to the Vikings here in the next segment or whatever but yeah you know it doesn't that's what you kind of gotta put in the back burner with these preseason games it doesn't really matter if you're the home team or not it's about who's playing and it's about who really cares uh-huh. about the game right now these these Seahawks really care about making this. But they're this so roster. bad. They're they so are, bad. They are. They are. <laughs> uh, but there's nobody on the Cowboys team that really is fighting for a roster spot. Uh, yeah, they're with, not as hungry. With, with Dallas likely giving up its top playmakers, you know, some time off before the regular season starts, and Seattle's offense being far from the best in the NFL on a good day, uh-huh. I really like the odds of this going under the forty. You like the under a lot. I do. That's my best bet of this segment. But uh, like you are saying there, with the home team, Andy, that's just a little bit of nugget that I have to throw out. They uh-huh. have a plus 175 uh, money Ooh. line for the Cowboys right now. So if you are on the Cowboys— You know I
2: like that plus money.
1: Exactly. Right now is to the time to get on the money line for them, which just means a money line is they just have to win straight up. Right. They just have to win the game, and you get that plus 175 money. So if you bet one hundred dollars, you'd be leaving the book with yeah. one hundred
2: and seventy-five. And I'm I'm glad you went there because I wanted I wanted you to break that down yeah. for the for listeners out there for sure because uh, you said it. Dallas Cowboys are a plus one seventy-five money line on the other side. Yeah, the Seattle Seahawks are at a minus two ten. Right. What are we getting at here?
1: Well, the minus two ten there. There's not a lot of value to that play, Andy, just because you would have to risk. on a, you know, a game that really doesn't mean anything to just win $100. That's not going to be no. a very good risk for you, nope. uh, just because nobody really knows who's going to play in these games, and you're betting on the Seattle Seahawks, and you're risking two hundred ten to win one hundred.
2: And on the other side, you're risking a yeah. hundred dollars to win one hundred and seventy-five. Exactly. That's why
1: I, I love that plus money. Exactly. Okay. It's a it's a lot better risk for you.
2: But that money line also really points out to you in a glaring light that they yeah. agree with you. Yeah. That for the sure. Seahawks are going to win this game. That's why they're at a terrible odds at minus two hundred ten. Yeah. On the other side. Dallas is at that 175 That's what it's getting at. That's what the money line is. There you have it. All (laughs) right, let's uh, take a quick minute here to recognize one of our fabulous partners, Play Action Pools, as they are revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. And, Jabron? Yeah. Hey, we got some things
1: going with these guys, don't we? We got two... Going on. One for college that's a pick'em, which we will go through every single game in the Big Ten, in the Big Twelve, going on that week. Picking against the spread. Now, everybody should get on get onto our Twitter, get onto our Facebook. Find these links because they're yep. absolutely free to play, yep. and we got some dang good prizes at the end of the year for you.
2: Yeah, and the weekly prize are going to be pretty sweet as well, and it's yeah. not such a daunting task because we're only doing Big Ten and Big 12 teams. Exactly. So you're going to have anywhere from 7 to 14 games to pick. It is against the spread, though. It is against so the spread. So it's not just pick winners or losers. It no. has a little fun action to it that way. you got to see w- where the line's at. Yep. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's where we'll get into the Huskers here in, sure. in a moment, but where they just cause people to pull their hair <laughs> As their four eleven gets spread,
1: uh, what do we got cooking though for the NFL fans out there? Yeah, for the NFL pool, it's kind of a fun one. It's a pretty much a virtual sports book that you're going to get ten thousand cre- virtual credits to build your bankroll, and that's kind of what they've laid it out there for. Is, yeah, yeah. is you're trying to build this ten thousand credits to more credits, and whoever is up top of the mountain at the end of the um at the end of the season we'll get some free Kansas City Chiefs tickets to take on the Seattle Seahawks down in Arrowhead in Arrowhead so, in so Kansas City. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like we said, all the rules, all the links and stuff is all on our Twitter page. Please follow us, please go after it and uh these are going to be some fun pools.
2: All right, you heard it right there. We're up against it, folks. We're going to take a quick break, but I really love that virtual sports book. You don't have to risk anything, and it's such a learning tool for folks. You know what I mean? You figure out how to play. Learn the Uh, terminology. Learn all the different games that you can get yourself into there. So don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. And welcome back to WTL everybody. I'm your host Andy Klassen joined by Jibran. This is Where's the Line Nebraska's only sports betting show. Yes sir. And college football is finally here. Week 0. And we got a couple matchups we need to talk
1: about. We Big do. 10. Big time.
2: I think people have heard by now that Nebraska might be uh playing a, you know, a game against Northwestern. <laughs> yep, in Dublin, Ireland. We're <laughs> in Ireland, eh? Yep. And then we also, though, have another Big Ten foe that we've had our troubles with in the Illinois Fighting Illini. Yeah, Week 0 last year. Yes, and now they're back at it. (laughs) They are. I think that also kind of shows you what um, Big Ten likes to do with uh, some of the
1: teams. (laughs) On the lower echelon? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, four of the the last five teams in the Big Ten are playing on Week 0.
2: Sending Northwestern NU and NU across the pond. Yeah. And, yeah, Wyoming is heading on over to Champaign, Illinois to take on the fighting Illini. Yeah. Jabron, this one opened up around... Uh, ten points. A lot yep. of books have it at 11 now, as the Illinois Fighting Illini as the favorite. Where are you at on this one?
1: Yeah, you'll you'll find it on books mostly, like you said, from nine and a half all the way up to 11 mm-hmm. at, at this point. With that over under sitting right at 44. Yep, uh, 44 points. So I am leaning towards uh, the Illini here. Um, okay. Wyoming their their 2021 was kind of filled with highs and lows uh, seven and six yeah accumulating with a um, one famous game. Idaho Potato Bowl victory over hey. Kent State. Oh. Uh, meanwhile, Illinois hopes to bounce back after finishing third worst in the Big Ten's West Division last year. Second year for Brett Bolima uh, brought in a new a uh, Wisconsin guy. Yep. yep, he brought in a new offensive coordinator uh, this year, so they're trying to up that. Um, you know, point value that they were just averaging 20 points a game, which, you know, ranked them about 111th in the nation. He was Uh, trying
2: to rush the ball like he was still at Wisconsin, and he just did not have the horses to do that. Offensive linemen weren't there. Running backs weren't there. It wasn't Melvin Gordon. No. It wasn't Monty Ball. No.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, While while Wyoming had a, uh, you know, better – end of their 2021 campaign. Illinois is the better team here. Uh the Cowboy hey. the Cowboys have proven in the past that, you know, they have a really rough time with the Big 10 going 0 and 6 and straight up. Uh, with their last six games against the conference teams.
2: Hey, but they're going to be taking a nice little paycheck home regardless. no doubt about it. You know? No doubt about it. And a lot of the models that I've been looking at, they're not saying Wyoming's going to win this game, but they're saying that they're going to cover. And I'm looking at the 10 points, and it's moved up to 11 in the book that I'm at right now. Yeah. So I really like that. I like putting a little bit of my faith in some of these cyber metrics. I'm also looking at Wyoming had a kind of a quarterback tussle last year where they never really had – one set starter. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? They both transferred out. Right. So they transfer a guy in, this Andrew uh, Peasley guy from yes, Utah sir. State. I think he's the real deal. I think he's going to be better than both options they had last year. Yeah, no. He's which they had a up, winning right? season. Yeah. And they won a bowl game. He, uh, Albeit it was the potato bowl. Yeah. But that's better than what Nebraska's been in the last couple of years, okay? They <laughs> haven't been. All right. Uh, um, and all i yeah. got to do here is keep it within a couple scores here. If I'm the Cowboys and we know they can do that, we've seen that in Lincoln. Yeah. Give us a little scare with old Josh Allen. Well, Remember that?
1: <laughs> yeah, one of the best players in the NFL. Uh, I'll, I'll give him uh, hey, that hey, one. <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: so I like Wyoming covering. I'm not going to pick them to win. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, you know, uh, this is a spot here where it's week zero. I still don't have any faith in Illinois, even though they've uh, handed the Huskers a, a loss or two over the years yep. uh, since we joined the Big Ten. I didn't think this is a sneaky place where you can
1: pick an underdog to cover. Well, I'm going to tell you why you're dead wrong oh, on this one, Andy. here we okay, Jabron's here got we, it on this one. Uh, <laughs> the final line, I usually start their campaign on the right track. Uh-huh. Illinois is 10-1 and one, straight up in its last uh, 11 first games of the season. Okay. It may not be the highest scoring game of the week, but I expect – Illinois to put on a dominant performance. I'm predicting a final score of 32 to 14. Illinois over the Cowboys, uh, which is going to cover that 11. Uh, I could even take okay. it up to 11 and a half at you, this point. You but uh I I just really think again, Illinois rarely loses its first game, which I trend I you know expect them to continue. Uh, I don't think Wyoming think, has the offense to keep up with their counterpart, which would lead to Illinois covering that 11 points.
2: I think this Peasley's the real deal. He averaged over 92 yards rushing. He's a dual-threat quarterback. And, yep. oh, by the way, out of 130 FBS teams last year in Division One. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, Illinois was one of the worst defenses. They were, there was only 14 defenses that they were better than. Yes. So I think you're going to be paired against an offense that might be better than it was last year, which wasn't terrible. I get it wasn't playing against Big Ten defenses. We're talking Big Ten, dog. I, ah, Big Ten, Big Ten, dog. <laughs> we're talking Week Zero, too, where they might not be getting the uh, you know, the slump, the cupcake yeah. that they were looking for in the Cowboys coming to town. Yeah. But I you know this is I, it's, it's not a toss up right? right Illinois is a heavy favorite here. I'm just saying the Cowboys should be able to keep that
1: within 11, 11 and a half and would you say some books had it up even higher? Yeah no, it, it's going to trend probably higher just because people are going to think that Illinois is going to blow these guys out, which I am predicting to happen. So, Illinois For so one against the spread in their last five games, which I think really trends in this one. Okay. And I really think they're going to put a beating on these guys, probably by multiple touchdowns, which would cover that 11.
2: You know, and the odds makers are on your side as far as the money line. Heavy favorites, minus yeah. 425 yeah. Uh, for Illinois. plus Not, not plus a lot of value three, there. No, I'm staying away from the money line on both sides unless – I got some late information on Wyoming, why they're totally going <laughs> to win. Or, <laughs> Illinois is going to lose with that plus 335. For sure. Uh, but I'm going to stay away from that. If I am going to bet this, it's going Cowboys cover. You got the Cowboys. Uh, you have Illinois covering. The I have fighting Illinois. Illini.
1: Illini. All right. Fi- uh, fighting Illini, covering the 11 points. Uh, I might even take a look at that uh, over there, that 44 points right there. Oh, yeah? I do believe, like you said, that quarterback for Wyoming probably will put a couple touchdowns in the end zone. And I am projecting yeah, I like that. the Illini to probably have close to 30 points. So, uh, with those two touchdowns plus the, uh, you know, with... Illinois, you know, right there yep. in that 28 to 35 44. range. You're okay. right there. So I do like that over. I don't know if I'm going to take it, but I am taking the minus 11 for the uh, fighting the Lion-Eye. They're going to cover. All right. We're split on that one. I'm like the got while he's covering that. Yes, sir.
2: Let's get to the main event. Yeah. Northwestern squaring off with Nebraska in Ireland, Woo! Dublin, Ireland. Nebraska, heavy, heavy favorites, and the yes, line keeps sir. moving on. Up. Let's
1: keep going. <laughs> okay, De'Ron. Yeah. Let me have it. Who are you going with here and why? Okay. Uh, yeah, like you said, showdown between <laughs> the Nebraska Cornhuskers and the Northwestern Wildcats. Uh-huh. Nebraska has been one of the worst Big Ten teams in the last couple seasons. You don't uh, say. Go <laughs> Last year, just going 1 and 8 against conference and 3 and 9 overall. Mm-hmm. But guess who that one win was? Hey, against? we were there. We, we were, were there for that game. And we That was fun. kicked the crap out of them. Thank you, Toure. I see why you're playing for the <laughs> Packers. <laughs> yes. Northwestern wasn't any better than Nebraska last season. Obviously, they were three and worse. Nine. Both uh, 3 and uh, 9. The Patchford Fitzgerald squad finished with the exact same record as the Cornhuskers, but finished second to last due of the, you know, uh holding the Nebraska holding the tiebreaker. The line right now, I'm looking at it at 13 points uh towards Nebraska, with the money line sitting at minus five twenty-five towards the Huskers. Yeah. Plus three seventy-five if you're on the Wildcats. Uh not a lot of value there if you're a Husker fan. The over-under is sitting at 49 and a half. Uh I am, mm-hmm. I am liking that. Mm-hmm. I am liking that. I am predicting a final score of this game to be forty-two to thirteen, <laughs> towards the Cornhuskers. Oh, uh, oh like you, said, you're not just drinking Kool Aid. You're uh, you're drinking big red yeah, Kool Aid. I, I got as a, red as it can I, get. I got a picture from Hastings uh, <laughs> Museum there. No, uh, at Nebraska absolutely decimated Northwestern twenty twenty one. They did fifty six to seven. Uh, Okay, can Nebraska's I Nebraska's hit... defense should be a lot better this year? What? How yes. can you say that? Jojo Doman's not there anymore. We got, two, got... we got two better edge rushers mm. than we've ever had. Unproven. <laughs> both team captains. Are... Both team captains, Garrett Nelson, Caleb Tanner are going to wreak havoc on this Northwestern offense. They do not know what's coming. I don't think that they're going to score 14 points, and I believe that Casey Thompson is going to take the helm here and put it on north. Okay,
2: we knew we had to talk uh, Casey Thompson here, and and, and I'll even throw in O'Shawn Manthus. I think he has a lot of upside to him. But just because you have new pieces to this puzzle doesn't mean they're going to perform better on the field. How many times, as a Nebraska fan, have I said, on paper, man, we could win nine games. We should win nine games. We're probably going to win 11 games. Every year. And this year's the same way. I mean, these guys are all four and five-star recruits. Okay, well then, why, why, why didn't it work out for you at TCU or Texas? You know, there's a reason behind that. I'm not saying it's not going to work. Yeah. But here we go on Fox prime time, Dublin, Ireland, and we're just expecting this puzzle to just come together off of a head coach with a head coach uh, that took a pay cut. You know, just because that's what he wanted to do, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, had he's to.
2: 15 and 29, right? Yep. Overall. Yes, career. sir. So what makes me think that all of a sudden a team that they go back and forth with every year—that's the story behind this. And a lot of I've seen a lot of articles, you know, rankings. We just can't get over rankings. Yeah. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald's always one or two in best coaches in the Big Ten. You know, he's behind Jason Day sometimes, Harbaugh usually not. No. But he's usually right there at two or one and Scott Frost is always 13 or 14. So there's a coaching <laughs> edge here, and there's quite the wild card being tossed here in that it's overseas, and it's in Week 0.
1: Yeah. Um, there's a couple things that I... Yeah, I'm going to keep beating a dead horse here, but we <laughs> kicked the crap out of these guys last, year and, last I, year, and I believe our team is better. I believe our team is a lot better. You talk about the, la-
2: the defense, what? Five five returning starters. Yep. Five returning starters.
1: For sure. Yep. And... Uh, I, we shouldn't have any problems. I'll give. You, I'll let me throw you a bone here. Team. I'll throw you a little bone here.
2: Yeah, Nebraska is eight and one and one ATS against the spread. Yeah. last ten games when they travel over a thousand miles or more. Well, guess what? <laughs> it's, tra- it's a little more than that. <laughs> traveling over uh, a thousand
1: uh, air. Yeah uh we've hit uh, i'm not even to my best bet of this segment yet andy (laughs) oh boy okay uh, okay it is the over 50 and a half points i believe this is going to hit (laughs) the total has hit with the over for nebraska the last five out of seven games i think our our think our offense is more potent i think it's going to produce more points this year this 50 Uh and a half is going to happen we're at 50 and a half 50 and a half Oh man!
2: See, my book's still behind. It's still uh, sitting there at forty nine and a half. Look, I need to jump on that. We huh? need to jump
1: on it. We might score that. <laughs> we might score that. We're scoring forty two for sure. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you're gonna have some in game bets here. I, I yes, feel like sir. you're gonna yes sir. up a little bit, getting
2: revving, wrecking, ready to go. <laughs> oh my god! You know, you know what I usually say at
1: this part of the show. Yeah, Jabron. You ignorant schmuck. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely correct. I am drinking the Kool-Aid, and I I just follow this team a lot more than I follow any other college football team. And I really, really like them to cover this point spread at 13 and for this best bet of the segment to go over 50 and a half points. You know,
2: I'm going to be a little bit... Of an optimistic here. And I'm just going to agree with you, okay? Okay. I'm not going to hey! start the season off this way. Here we go. Huskers, you got to do it for me. You got to come yes, through on this sir. one. Yes, sir. You're going to cover the 14. It's moved all the way up from 12, 12 and a half <laughs> to 14. Oh, my God. That's trending towards uh, us because they know we got <laughs> the sauce. Oh, oh my God. And I'm going against so many different stat lines here <laughs> in uh, coaching pedigree that I usually like to shy away from. But no. Jabron, I'm going to hop on board
1: with you here. There we Pustlers go. Huskers are going to do it. Cover 13, over 49 and a half, over 50 and a half on some books. Lock it in. There you go, folks. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL, and when we come back, Jabron, the parlay pounder,
2: what are we going to be talking about?
1: We got UFC fight night. Mm. Uh, we got more football with the pros finishing up their yes. preseason. Yes. Uh, yeah, we got a whole bunch of stuff ready to Big uh, 10, and Big
2: 12, Futures, all sorts yeah. of fun stuff. No doubt about all it. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back to WTL. Where's the line? Everybody, I'm your host, Andy Klass, and joined by... Gibran. Oh, the parlay Power. You pounder. know it. You know it. And here we go. We're getting right into your wheelhouse. Yeah. You know, we taught college football. Yep. A lot of fun. Had to. You know, Huskers over there in Dublin, Iowa. Week zero. I mean, I guess there's like betting machines on like every corner over yeah. there. Like yep. they're a little <laughs> more ahead of the curve than Nebraska, but we're getting there. We're getting we're there. We're getting there. We're Some getting there. Beautiful. We're very soon. Beautiful casinos <laughs> going up uh, uh, in all sorts of places. Grand yep. Island, Lincoln, Omaha, South yep. City So it it's coming. It's on the way. But yep. first things first, let's get into UFC fight night. I know you're eyeballing a couple Big-time matchups here. We'll start with Robert
1: Whitaker. Yeah. Marvin Vettatori. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the UFC visits France for its very first time, September 3rd, uh, Saturday night. And the promotion, just like you said, has an electric card with yeah, yeah. two major fights in it. Cyril Gondry's tied Ty Tuiveza, and Robert Whitaker and Marvin Vittori. Uh All these guys yeah, are yeah. ranked in the top five of their respective weight classes. Yep. All of them looking for that title shot. Uh, oh, my gosh. And uh, there's
2: also a really fun uh, international flair to this as we have exactly. a hometown favorite. We have a couple guys from Australia, a guy yep. from Italy here, in Inventatory. So a lot of these guys, you know, we see a lot of Americans yeah. and we're used to seeing them, uh, you know, rise up through different you know we see him around oh yeah no doubt about it that's not necessarily the case here some of these guys you know they've been in the ufc for a while yeah
1: um but they're a lot better known internationally than they are here in the states for sure uh, and like you said robert whittaker versus marvin vittori uh the line as it stands right now is robert the reaper uh whittaker is sitting at a minus 240 so he is a big favorite yeah, in is. this yep. that means that you would have to risk 240 to win that hundred dollars, risk that two forty to win that hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Marvin Vittori, the Italian Dream, on the other side of it is at a plus one ninety three, which would mean you bet the hundred dollars and you win the one ninety three. It's called the Dream, the Italian Dream,
2: the Italian Dream. I mean, he's a good looking man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm secure. I'm cool. You're secure, uh, enough. but he, he's a good looking man, and he's at plus one ninety five. So that ultimately yeah. means a hundred dollar
1: bet sets you up to win. Yeah, one ninety five. One ninety five for sure. Uh, Whitaker and Vittoria are two of the most elite middleweight fighters on the planet. Uh, this fight promises to be a very intriguing one. Apart from their losses to Israel Adesanya, which is the last style bender, which is the middleweight champion yeah, 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 who yeah, does yeah. not lose. Yep. Uh, both fighters have been in you know in fine form inside the octagon lately. Besides fighting Adesanya. Vittori has an aggressive wrestling base style, whereas Whitaker is much more of a rounded fighter who can strike as well grapple. However, he is more likely to keep this fight on his feet against the world-class grappling of Vittori.
2: He's not going to want to go to the mat with Vettori For sure. Uh, And before I really dive into that, it doesn't set you up for pause at all that Whitaker's last fight was a loss. It was to Adesanya, but it was a loss and Vettori. On the other hand, eighteen and five and one is yeah. overall record. His last fight was a win, so you have one guy coming off a win, one guy coming off a loss.
1: Um, just with these guys, Andy, I would mostly say that yeah, some of this is you know kind of a fight streak. You know, uh-huh. you you take the hot hand with these guys being on top of their game and at top of this middleweight division, except for Adesanya, right. I really don't think it matters right here. These guys are fighting for a title shot. Uh, This is a middleweight,
2: this is a middleweight, true middleweight bout here. exactly. Uh, And the stats, uh, you know, they show what you're saying where Whitaker wins, you know, 42% of his fights by KO. For sure. 21% by submission. Flip that over to Vettatori, only 11% of his fights as he win by KO, 50% by submission. Now, you've already said Whitaker's going to want to stay upright. (laughs) He's not going to want to go to the mat. Well, that's much easier said than done with a guy that's ranked third in the world.
1: Yeah. And he's made his living by getting people to the mat. Exactly, Vittori will be looking to secure the takedown in this fight because Whitaker is a much better fighter on his feet. Like you yeah, yep. said, yep. if he fails to, you know, take the Reaper down, though, it may turn out to be a rough, rough night for the Italian Dream. Whitaker will try to remain elusive on his feet and keep tagging Vittori from a safe distance, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Since he's got way more. I just feel like way more ways to win in this fight. Sure. I feel Whitaker is likely. More tools in the toolbox. Exactly. Whitaker is likely to emerge victorious on this one. My verdict is that he is going to win this. So if you're going to straight bet this, There's not much value there just because you're sitting there there with that minus 240. That's why I will be throwing in to my parlay at the end of this segment. There we
2: go. And uh, just for folks that don't know, okay, so you kind of mentioned the minus 230. That means if you bet $100, let's just grab that number, $100, you're wagering, you know, $100 to win what? $23. Yes. I mean, that's terrible odds. It's very, very bad. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, so, like, you
2: know, you don't want to set yourself up for that. And that also shows that that's why Venatori is at plus. Yeah. On the
1: other side of that, he's at plus 195. Exa- exactly. They're, that's the way that these fights look. And with these fights, they're always fun to, you know, kind of look at, especially early in the week. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, these fight lines change a lot more aggressively than I would say, like, football or basketball or right, anything like yeah. that. Just because... That this game we just saw it last weekend, Kamara Usman, the oh, the Carney product, the Carney wrestling product, the yep. overall pound for out pound. of Carney, Nebraska. Exactly. Usman, exactly. He's the he was the pound for pound best fighter in the UFC. Yep. And the guy that was going against him was at a plus three eighty, Leon Edwards, and it came down <laughs> to the last minute of the fight, kicked him in the head, lights out, it's over. It's such it's such a sport that anything could happen. Just at any moment, at any moment. So it's, you know, if you you want to take a little bit of a risk on some of this plus money, it's always there for you just because it can always hit. You just asked me the question on Robert Whitaker, he's at a minus 240. I risk $100 on him, I win $41. So a little bit better than what um, we said, so. but still now that's, still not great odds.
2: And and that's called, you know, the juice, right? Yeah, I exactly. mean that, that that's that's the price to play. That's the rake or the take that the the casino, the house is going to make you pay for sure. in order to pick such an overall heavy favorite. Exactly. So that's what they're getting at right
1: there and you still like Robert Whitaker. you just don't want to bet that money line. I like the reaper. I'm going to put that in my parlay later on in the segment. All right, so then let's
2: do it. Let's move on to the yeah. main event, the heavyweight bout. It's time. <laughs> Cyril Gaïn, the Frenchman. Yes, sir. Hometown favorite.
1: Yep. Over Tui Vasa, tied to Vasa, aka Bam Bam. Uh, the two are ranked in the top three of the UFC heavyweight division. <laughs> will, my, uh, will most likely be fighting for a chance to challenge for the belt, at least. Uh, I. I I go back and forth on this one, Andy. Tui is so much fun. I get it. Tui's He's a lot of fun. Tui is so much fun, but the line is so glaring on this one. Yeah. Ciro Gone is a minus 650 favorite. Mm. Uh with Tai Two coming in at a plus 450 favorite. Hey, uh the MMA community, I've been following this one for a little bit. They go back and forth on this one a little bit, Andy, just because Tai Two comes into this with a massive five five fight, win streak, all of them being knockouts. And he was an underdog in a lot of them. Exactly. He was. With his most most surprising one coming over the Black Beast, uh, Derek Lewis, and knocked him unconscious. It was... uh, He he is on a straight roll here. I Uh, called you crazy
2: when you took Tuivasa against Derek Lewis.
1: (laughs) For the sake of these odds, Andy, and that's what I'm saying right now, for the sake of these odds, I'm going to go with Tuivasa. His power... The momentum he has, the massive value in the pick, what? um, he is leading me to make this decision. He he has the ability to end up the fight, end the fight at any moment mm-hmm. uh, with his very nasty hooks and elbows big in the clinch. Dude. He's going to try and clinch him a little bit, but where he can get into hot water on that is Gone is a superior wrestler, the fastest dude in this division by far, yeah. the most overall best, uh, you know just trying to stay away from you guy yeah. that can you know I mean, hurt you in anything uh Gon is going to do his best to stay in the center of the octagon but i fully expect tuivasa to show his heart and not let gone play the game he wants to play for 25 minutes
2: yeah Gon's just a straight linebacker 6'4 250 yeah. you know where we're <laughs> bam bam exactly. 6'2 265 just a big dude i mean he just <laughs> he exactly. looks like an no, out of shape he, offensive line. No, he is what he, he looks he like. does,
1: and he but he has the power. And like you said, Cyril Gon just looks like he was molded from. Yeah, you know. Oh, he's cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. he's just a freaking athlete. Gon obviously has the technical advantage and the hometown advantage in this fight. That is why that line is so skewed. Right. Uh, I expect the you know France crowd to be first ever
2: fight UFC exactly. fight in I, Paris I, I in expect France. Them
1: to be just electric yeah, it's the whole be night wild. and behind him the best. You know, French fighter that has ever been, probably, will be headlining He's a heavyweight. It's a lot of fun, man. Exactly. But for the sake of these odds and for the sake of this pick, I have to go with Tuaveza at that plus money. Just love that plus money too much. Exactly. But... I'm not going to take it straight up, Andy. I'm not going to throw a lot of money on it. What I'm going to do on this UFC fight card is I'm just going to make one bet. (laughs) Gibran's parlay of the week. That's why they call you the parlay. Pounder. (laughs) I am taking Robert Whitaker at a minus 240 and then... Adding to that, I am putting Ty Tuavesa at the plus 450. I'm going to put $50 on this mm-hmm. to end up winning $339.
2: There we go. So, Those are the
1: odds we like. Yeah, exactly. So that's what you, you try to look for in these fights. You kind yeah, of yeah. find a couple guys that you can take a flyer on. Pick your spots. On, pick, pick your, your spots. Yep. And do a little you know, two team, three team parlay, something with not a lot of legs that you can lose a lot of spots in just to be. Be fun. I will say this. Uh, Bam Bam, the big
2: gripe on him, you know, last three or four fights since yeah. we've really been getting into it, For you know, sure. and bringing it up. Uh, one thing that just kept on coming up in all the articles that I was reading yeah. is he doesn't have the experience. He hasn't paid his dues. He doesn't deserve this exactly. big of a fight. Well, go to the other side, gone. He's only 10 and 1. Exactly. So he, he's fought 11 times where Bam Bam is sitting there at 15-3. and He's got more wins. Yep. Okay, and he's on that five-fight winning streak, and he's taken down some pretty big opponents. He was an underdog in all those. So he's not phased. I don't think this guy understands or, you know, has a short memory, however you want to put that. Exactly. You know, he's just out there to
1: have fun and and bash some skulls. Exactly. And that's what he's been able to do. (laughs) Like you said, yeah, Bam Bam does not care who it is, where it's at, anything. He's coming out like he always comes out. Just just tear your head off.
2: So you're feeling the shooey.
1: I am feeling the shooey. I am feeling this two team parlay to hit. Like I said, we're not risking a lot of money here, guys. No, no, we're no. throwing a two uh we're throwing a fifty dollar bill to win three thirty nine. You know, you could even throw a twenty five dollar bet out there to win one seventy. Yeah, it, yeah. It's just, it's just a fun play to watch the fights on Saturday night.
2: And we've been explaining and talking about, you know, the the, the lines, the yeah. money lines, and and what all goes into that. Explain to the folks out there exactly what is a shoey, in case they haven't seen Bam <laughs> Bam in action.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Taito <Ty> Evasa <laughs> does this when he <laughs> knocks people out. He likes to catch a shoe from the crowd just. Any random shoe that a uh, fan will throw to him, he dumps a beer into it, and then he'll drink the beer out of the shoe. Just chugs it. And that is what a shoe he is, and he's done it five times in a row. Five times in a (laughs) row. He
2: asked Joe Rogan for his shoe last time, and Joe's like, get out of here. This is
1: a $2,000 shoe, buddy. (laughs) And Joe's like, well, i got to interview people after the fight, so I can't be walking around with any shoes on. So. All right, you heard the horn there. That means we're up against it. But let's take a quick minute to recognize
2: one of our fabulous partners. That is Play Action Pools yeah. as they are revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. And, Jabron, we got
1: some games going on with these guys, don't we? Exactly. Like we uh, like we touched on we got some pools going on we got a college football pick 'em which we will pick every game in the Big 10 in the Big 12 against the spread you kind of get that feeling of you know how to bet these games how not to bet these yep. games and we will have a grand prize of this college football pick for tickets to the Nebraska versus Wisconsin Badger game at the end of the year at Memorial Stadium how much in fun Lincoln, and, Nebraska. How much fun
2: is that going to be? And it's free for everyone exactly. to play. All of our listeners, all the college football fans out there, fans of the Doug and Dandy Show, whatever. Yes. Get on board, play. It's for free, no risk whatsoever. And there's weekly prizes and some just terrific grand prizes as well. You mentioned the Husker tickets right there. Yes. All right. We are not done yet, are we? No, we are not. We got some college football coming up here. Maybe a little more Annabelle. We'll see what happens. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. Hey, welcome back everybody to WTL Where's the Line? I'm your host Andy and joined by Gibran, the poor <laughs> Yes founder. sir, we're back. Oh man, and how good is it to be back? The football season yeah. is back. Still got a little preseason to work through here, navigate sure. through on the NFL side, so let's start right there with a couple of teams that a lot of folks around here care a lot about.
1: Yeah, uh, we got the uh, Minnesota Vikings versus the Denver Broncos out in Denver. Denver. Uh, yeah, it's a I, pick them. It's a pick them toss the, up. It's a toss up game. Like we said, I, I the the pick them games are really just in the preseason, just because nobody really knows who's going to play here. Right. Um, for sure, we probably know Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson aren't playing. Uh, no, you know these guys no. both. You know are expected to take major step forwards with both of these offenses this year uh but we will not see them compete just because yeah. afraid of getting hurt before the actual season starts uh the one thing that i kind of want to you know dagger in here andy is the minnesota vikings lost their sixth consecutive preseason Christian game games. last week yeah, we yeah. were up there against yep. the 49ers we, we witnessed were, it we were uh you know trying to cheer for the vikings over our brother's favorite 49ers <laughs> uh couldn't couldn't happen but what an idiot. Uh, the while the Denver Broncos saw a five-game winning streak get snapped in a demolishing, you know, fashion yeah. by the Buffalo they got Bills. Trounced. They did, and uh, I really, I, I, I'm kind of finding some value here with the Broncos. Okay. The, okay, the Denver Broncos backups got through, like we said, just destroyed by the Buffalo Bills, forty-two yeah. to fifteen. I expect better from Denver moving forward, but that performance obviously didn't inspire much confidence in their depth. Right. Uh you know, buf- uh Buffalo averaged seven point seven yards on the ground and the Broncos need a much, much better effort on they run do. defense moving forward. They do. The weakness will likely be, you know, uh, you know, Minnesota strategy trying to throw that with their, you know, yeah. running backs. They won't have Dalvin Cook, obviously, but they will be trying to, you know, kind of find a way to run the football a lot. As it seems Viking coach kind of want to get their looks at their backup quarterbacks a little bit as well. Right. We saw that in the game that we went to. Oh, Kellen Mond was throwing it all over the place. Couple picks, right? Couple picks. That's what did it. <laughs> it was, That's what did it. <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. So, yeah. uh, you know, Minnesota passed the ball 35 times last week. It did not look very well for well, them.
2: And, with, you know, we're, I'll yeah. flip it through the program. You yeah. know, we are there, and they had this big write-up on, like, their third-string uh, tight end who they're trying to move into the second <laughs> string. Yeah. And how he's a family man and how he's really coming <laughs> on. He, they liked him back last year. And yeah, for What sure. did he drop, two or three passes? He dropped I mean, one
1: oh. probably 75-yard touchdown, yeah. which was the one for me to – stand yep. up in the crowd and say you're cut you're leave the stadium <laughs> you're you're no longer welcome in Minneapolis uh that was pr- pretty harsh of yeah. me to say that but that's the way that this is in this preseason if oh, yeah. you are a fringe guy yep. and you are dropping touchdowns uh and, see you later and we saw some movement cuz then we
2: watched the the Denver game yep. against the Bills you you know uh, where were we at top golf or somewhere like that where we yep. watched that one yep. um and we mentioned it hey we know that guy that's mark rippinson yep. you know the old washington Back in the day, it was a Washington Redskin. For sure. Um, But he was the third string quarterback. Yeah. Played so well, he actually overtook that number two spot. So you still see, like you like to look at in the preseason, anyway, when you're looking for value, Mm -hmm. you know, who's still competing? Who's fighting their, you know, butt off for a job? And I think you have that right now with the Broncos at that quarterback spot, the most vital
1: spot. Yeah. Rippin has to show out to secure that. that. Yes. Yes. Like you said, uh, to secure that second place in that depth chart there behind Russell Wilson. I'm also a fan of, you know, kind of backing uh, a team that has a gigantic blowout in the preseason. Right. Especially with a team that wants to be good, Uh just like the Denver Broncos are trying to turn over a new leaf here with Russell Wilson. Uh Uh-huh. Kind of want to get on a roll or, you know, just a you know, just a winning sure. vibe going into the regular season. So I'm signing with the Broncos on this one. they one want to erase that sour taste of last week's embarrassment yeah. to avoid carrying that into the regular season. I, I think they, especially at home getting the Pick'em game, they want to get those fans yep. kind of yep. up and going. And I just don't really think the Vikings care. Uh, Losing six consecutive preseason games, they You don't. can tell, they don't care.
2: No, and, and they they have some awesome, just spectacular oh, yeah. offensive weapons. Probably the, one of the best in the NFL. They're going to keep them on the shelf. For sure. You know it's a proven commodity. Catches a lot of heat, a lot of flack. Kurt Cousins, I don't believe it's deservedly so. Dalvin no. Cook's one of the best backs. Win healthy, so they got to keep him healthy. And I love the receiving core. Exactly. I, I really do. Uh, and on top of that, you, we've mentioned a couple times, now, but we saw that game, and I saw what how the Vikings approached the preseason. <laughs> yeah, They don't care. No, they don't care. And they're going to be on the road. So for all those reasons, I'm going to have to side with you. I like the Broncos at home here to close out this preseason. What do you think of this over-under, though?
1: 35-and-a-half yeah. is where I'm looking. What, what I was just going to, you know, a little tidbit there, Andy. The 35-and-a-half, I do not see this going over by any any shave of the imagination no, neither offense. I don't see uh-uh. I don't see the Vikings scoring more than 10 I really don't see the Broncos <laughs> scoring more than 17 yeah. uh, I really think this is going to be, be one of those 13 to 7 games 17 to 7 games I really don't see this hitting a 35 and a half point mark I looked at this earlier in the week, and it was up at 40, and it's dropped five points since then. So I really (laughs) think that people are projecting this to go way under, and I would still even go under the 35.5 for my best bet of this game. So if you're looking to do that, get on it right now. Otherwise, that line might move a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, I do think it's going to. I think it's probably going to be about 33 to 32 at the end of this week before this kicks off.
2: All righty, so let's shift gears here. Let's get back to the college game. College football is here. It's here. Kicking off week zero with the Huskers, highlighted Huskers versus Northwestern. Let's talk one of our big ten foes here. Always kind of stirs the pot. They always kind of like to twist the dagger a little bit, and that is the (laughs) Iowa Hawkeyes. It is. They have a a 7.5. Where have I heard this number before? Yeah. 7.5 over under win total.
1: Yeah. Where are you leaning on this? So, Just at this, you know, just to you know, let our listeners kind of figure what this is. So the over/under is seven and a half. They would have to win eight games to hit that over. They would have to lose, uh, uh, you know, they would have to not get to to eight to uh, win that bet. They win seven games. They don't make this bet. No, they're under exactly. And where the line is on this, Andy, is it's a minus one twenty for the over and a minus one ten for the under. So what that means is you have to. On, uh you would have to risk a hundred and ten dollars on the under to win a hundred, you'd have to risk a hundred and twenty on the over to win a hundred on the over. On the over. Yes. So with that being said, obviously Iowa turned in a solid campaign after a hot start in two, uh twenty twenty one very hot start. Very hot start.
2: Uh <sighs> they were ranked number two in the nation at they one were. point last they year. Were. Then of course they always lose a game to like a Purdue or somebody, and yeah. they did. And then Wisconsin got them. And then of course you know it, it's tough when you you got Ohio State or somebody like that on the on the schedule as well. But last year Purdue totally exposed them.
1: Yeah. Um, but they still won ten games last year. Exactly. Okay. And they, and they got some really good pieces coming back. They got their you know defensive back Riley Moss is you know one beat big seven 10.
2: returning starters yep. on offense, yep. seven
1: on defense. So it's not like a total rebuild mold nope. at all and they have their quarterback Spencer Petras, you know, back in the fold after playing 12 games last season. Is you know, however you feel about him, he is a returning starter that did play every game for Iowa last year. Yeah, yeah. I uh I I do this I do think this is going to be a down year for Iowa. Really? I do think it's going to be a down year for Iowa. It's kind of
2: their story, isn't it? You it know, is. it's kind of it goes with a lot of Big 10 teams. Northwestern sure. goes up, then they go down. Iowa goes up, then they go down. Yeah even Wisconsin to a certain extent you know they'll they'll win 12 games and then they'll come back to earth and only win, win nine, 8 yeah, yeah 8 yep. or 9 games the following year uh, so you're not too far off there. I got this college football betting guide yeah. you know, that was sent my way, uh, Wes Reynolds. Had a, just a spectacular conversation yes. with him on a previous pod. We were mo- mostly focused on Huskers, but we did talk and touch on a few other Big Ten teams. Of course, sure. we had to talk about Iowa. Uh, Wes, he's a Big Ten guy. He graduated from Indiana. Now he's out in Las Vegas yeah. helping the VSIN guys. So he did a lot of the writing and the stats here for this. yeah. And him and his colleagues— they all, you know, they I think there was about seven or eight guys that helped write this and did the the majority of the work. They all agree that I was going to hit this over. Yeah. And I have to agree with them. I look at the schedule and I think that's spot on with that 8 wins. Yeah. I mean, I know they have Michigan. They have Ohio State on their schedule yep. and they have Wisconsin. Everybody else that's on their schedule, I've seen them beat. And I've seen them beat a lot. Yeah. Uh last 7 years right here in uh <laughs>
1: here in Land Bradshaw. of the Corn. Yep.
2: Um so I I think they can get there, and all they have to do is win the games that they're supposed to win. And I know they don't always
1: do that. Yeah. But even if they drop one or two of those, it'll still get them to eight wins. Exactly, Andy. That's what I was trying to get at: is that it might it's going to be a down year for Iowa. They are, you know, used to these nine, ten win uh, yep. seasons nowadays. I really do not think that they. I think it's going to be right at this line. It's going to be yeah, a, a, a make or break, yep. uh, probably line. against us uh, <laughs> seven and a half. <laughs> Probably. So I, I do think they hit the over. I do think they hit the over. I think they get to eight wins, and uh that minus-120 bet is probably a good bet. I mean, they're heavy favorites in
2: their first three games against South Dakota State, Iowa State, Nevada. Yep. Uh, and that's going to give them a lot of confidence. And then their first road game is a conference foe at Rutgers, where they're also double-digit, 12-point yeah. favorites. So they're not really going to— see much resistance until that Michigan game uh October 1st I know Iowa State fans wouldn't agree with me but I mean you're over a touchdown dog right now yeah okay no doubt so I mean you are where you're at right now and then they they're going to be favorites again so I mean they should get off to another really good start before they have to play Purdue Wisconsin Minnesota Nebraska to close it out for sure and for whatever reasons Did you know Nebraska's a four-point favorite right now? Well, they should be. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Of course they are. His his, (laughs) history's on my side here. Go Big Red. (laughs) But it's kind of back here to to the Hawkeyes. I think we both have them uh, covering this
1: 7.5. Yeah. All right. They're just too good of a team not to uh, probably win eight games. Juice is worth the squeeze here. You you like that. I do.
2: All right. So let's move on out or move on south then down to Kansas State. Always fun to
1: talk about the old Wildcats, especially this year. Yeah, for sure. I heard
2: they have a transfer quarterback or something. Yeah,
1: some guy that we know, pretty familiar with. Uh, Adrian Martinez did transfer from Nebraska to Kansas State. Uh, Yeah, the line right now here, Andy, on this one is right at 7. So they need— It moved up to 7. It moved up to 7. I still got 6.5. Yeah, no, my book has it at 7. So they are projecting more wins for the Kansas State Wildcats. I still think it's pretty safe at this 7. And I will tell you why. Uh, but let, oh, let me tell you a little do. bit more about this line. Uh, so the over right now is on my book is at 7, but that over bet is at minus 150. So they, these odds makers are not making this a cheap bet. You would have to risk $150 to win that to win 100. 100 Okay, The under is sitting at plus money. So you really think that these odds makers don't want to give up that plus money. They think it's probably not going to happen, that they're not going to get 7 wins. And they took
2: away the hook. And what I mean by the hook is it was at six and a half. Yeah. When you have that, the hook, that half point there, that doesn't, that means there's not going to be a push. No push. I mean, there's no seven or just solidified six wins. Yeah. Somebody's getting paid here. The books took that off the table. They're straight up, moved it up to seven. Yeah. And they're making a difficult bet here for you.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, like we said, we really like. I really like the Kansas State Wildcats. They have probably one of the best running backs in the nation with Deuce Vaughn. They do. Uh, I really do. think Adrian's a very good upgrade for them at quarterback. Yes. If he is. hangs on the ball, I really think he's going to have a good year. Finding a fresh start down there. I hope all the best for him. But I really like this offense down there, and in the Big 12 with a good offense, that means more wins. I think they get to seven probably
2: eight i love everything you said there but i am a non-adrian uh believer <laughs> so even at six and a half i like the under i okay. don't I, I everything you said is right they're gonna rack up a lot of yards he's yeah. an upgraded quarterback but for some reason we figure out a way to throw a pick put the ball on the ground <laughs> uh it's just amazing how is able to lose yep. okay so i am go. i'm i'm steadfast on that under even at six and a half with that hook i would still take the under i just think that kansas State. there <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be scratching their head like, what just happened? Yeah. I really think that's going to happen for him. But I'm with you. I wish Adrian Martinez the best. Great guy. Great face of the program. He gave it his all. Um, but I just, too turnover prone in that quarterback. You cannot be turning the ball over like that. Okay. Sorry, Wildcats. You are going undone. <laughs> yeah. So that's bringing us back to Nebraska, what yeah. everybody's been waiting for. Seven and a half, a familiar number here.
1: Yeah. Uh, seems like a lot of these teams in the Big Ten are sitting right around this uh, same uh, line here. Uh, Nebraska, the over is at a minus one ten. The under is at a minus one twenty. At seven and a half wins, uh, I think everybody knows where I'm probably leaning on this one. <laughs> I am going with the over with the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Boom! Uh, I really think this is gonna happen this fourth us this year. I know that sounds like every year, but. What I'm gonna do here, Andy? Northwestern. We are favored by 13 points. It should be a win. That's one and 0. North Dakota, two and 0. Georgia Southern, three and 0. Oklahoma, number nine team in the nation comes into Lincoln. Let's say we lose that one. Less than a three-point favorite. Less than a three-point favorite. So something's happened. Let's say we lose that one. We're at three and one now. Indiana, not a big threat. Shouldn't be a big threat. We're at four and one. Rutgers, five and one. Purdue, six and one. Illinois. Seven and one. and one. So, the way that I'm looking at this football season, Andy, we are seven wins going into the Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, okay. Iowa stretch. All we have to do is hit one of these games and we hit the over. Hit,
2: hit one of them. Hit one of them, brother. And, and Purdue's—I mean—that's almost a toss-up. You know, that's almost a pick 'em. Yeah. Even the Wisconsin game's almost a, a pick 'em right now. Obviously, this For is sure. preseason, a lot of speculation there. I'm going under. Sorry, I don't want to be the yeah, wet blanket here. Boo. I'm just looking. No, I'm looking at. I'm looking at this college football betting guide. People yeah. that put a lot more into it than I do. Okay. And they're only favored in seven games. Yeah. Okay? So I am not buying into the this fact that they're going to pull one out when they're probably going to go the other way. I mean, that's what's <laughs> been happening the last five years. They'll yep. figure out ways to lose games. Okay. Meaning that uh, even without the hook, I will be fine with the seven and a half. I mean, shoot, if they win six games, five games, that's quite an upgrade from what we've seen the last two years. Yeah. And I, I mean, come on, Huskers. I hope I'm wrong. And this is not a bet that I'm going to be making because I would hate to do that. But if I had to bet
1: this... I'm going under on the seven and a half. You are wrong. The Huskers are going at least eight wins, probably nine. All right. Well, that's going to do it this for this
2: week for WTL. Be sure to follow us, guys, on YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok to receive weekly free picks, yeah. hilarious short videos, feature-length episodes. And, oh, by the way, now we're on ESPN Tri-City SoundCloud. Woo! Catch us on. Oh, I think we're on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Anyway, you get your podcast. Yep. We are there. So for Jabron, the Parlay Pounder. I'm Ant D Classen. Thanks folks for listening. This has been WTL.
0: Hail Varsity Radio. Every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m.